unfiltered, no sugar added talk radio. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the realest show on radio, the Free Range Human Show of Choice. I may have already said that. The Clay Edwards Show. We're still here. We are still here. We're still broadcasting live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Yes, sir. It didn't work, boys. Your boy didn't go nowhere. Cancel culture came. Cancel culture lost. Score one to the good guys. Welcome in this morning. I want to thank everybody for a record-breaking day yesterday. Absolute record-breaking day. I don't know how many people were listening on the FM dial. Somewhere around everybody. Uh, we we crashed the live stream on the interwebs, and the podcast did over thirty right at thirty five hundred downloads just on the audio only stuff. They don't count what we did on YouTube and everything else. So well over thirty five hundred, probably close to four thousand. That's huge. And think about that, man. A little old show about Jackson, Mississippi, in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, in a city. What Jackson has. Eh, 200,000 people. Um, 5% of them listened to the show yesterday, give or take. I don't know. My math sucks. A lot of people listened to this show yesterday. I bet you 10, if you count the podcast, the radio, and the live streams, probably 25,000 people. What's that? 10%, 10% of the city. Was tuned into this show yesterday. Advertisers, new advertisers, where you at? Hit me up, clay at wyab.com. Clay at wyab.com. We got a couple spaces open, a couple spots open. Hey, real quick, before we jump into all the cultural war stuff, and we got a bunch of cultural war stuff to talk about today. The phone line, 601 879 The Guns and Gear text line, 769 769- Two four one nineteen forty four seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four is the guns and gear text line. This Saturday, I'm sudden Sunday, 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 like a monster truck race. This Sunday, you know, we we we've teamed up with Therese April over at Dark Horse Press, Daryl Arnold, uh, aka Dirty D, Bubba Wingfield. And uh, several others, uh, the Back Porch 471, Chad Horton and his wife. And we're throwing a, a tornado disaster relief fundraiser. Yes, we are. And I've got the full lineup here. It's going to start Sunday at noon. Going to go to 6, 7 o'clock, something like that. We've got space jumps for the kids. No cover charge. Uh, we're asking that you make a, a, a cash donation or you know PayPal, uh, GoFundMe. We're going to have several different several different charities that you can donate to. I'm going to be interviewing one of the fellows here at 735 this morning uh, that owns a uh, animal rescue, uh, South Delta Animal Rescue in Rolling Fork. We're going to be talking to Therese later on in the show. Uh, we're going to, uh, There's a local church here in Gluckstadt that's raising some money. So we're going to give you a couple different options to donate to. So it ain't just one. We're not doing the Red Cross, despite what I heard. Um, in the local news break there, uh, that Mima says donate to Red Cross or 
the Salvation Army or whatever. We're not doing that. We're going to, we're going to, I bet you that every hundred dollars you donate to them, only 20 of it gets to the people. So we're not going to do that. Uh, they get money from all kinds of places. <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna make sure the money stays local. But uh, here's the lineup, man. I mean, talk about stepping up and showing out. This is awesome. So the musician schedule is this. I'm reading it in order. This starts at noon. Everybody's gonna play about 30 minutes. Ricky Lewis and Mike Patrese are gonna get it started. They're with Blackwater Boogie. Got Don Grant and Brian Jones of Full Moon Circus. You got Michael McCall, Shelby Anderson, Matthew Drone, and Philip Savelle of Cosmic Gravy. That's such a cool name for a band, Cosmic Gravy. I love gravy. Put gravy on everything. Uh, Jeff Reynolds and Bridget Ferguson, Barry. Then you got the Womble Brothers, some good buddies of mine. Trey Gardo, Patrick Ballard. Patrick always brings it. All right, then uh, we're getting into some little more hard rock to close out the evening. We got Storage 24 going on at Going on at 4.30. Shout out to baby Fred. Happy belated birthday. Chad Wesley just headlined the St. Paddy's Day Parade Festival at Martin's there. He's going to make a special appearance for us. And then uh, sound check the band. Uh, we'll close this out. Then we have an open uh, jam session for everybody who wants to participate. So it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. So I uh, hope everybody will make it out Sunday. Uh, just we're doing it for the calls, man. This is what we do. We can put all our differences aside, all our politics, everything else, all of our culture war stuff. Everybody's invited, even Thomas. And uh, come out and have a good time. Uh, Jameson Haygood said he's coming. Kim Weed, Radio Strongman, said he's going to be out there about 4 o'clock. So uh, myself, obviously I'll be there. Um, come meet us all. You know, Shake our hands. Let us put a name to some faces. Let's have a good time. All right. We got the business out the way now let's break some rules when necessary i i I know there was a trans shooting yesterday in uh in nashville three three babies got murdered at a christian school and three adults got murdered and the 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 trans shooter got suicided got got climate climate changed by the police <clears throat> um good riddance it, you know at some point in this country you know the left just keeps hollering that it's a gun problem and we on the right we know it's a mental health problem because a sane person lots of mentally sane people own guns and don't go out committing mass murders this is clearly and obviously a mental health issue in this country. And we just keep ignoring it and pretending it's a gun issue. I mean, y'all's president, the fake one, Joe Biden, got up there yesterday. I mean, wasted no time. They woke Biden up, gave him his adrenochrome and said, get up. We got to get to Nashville. There's been a shooting. We got to go take some guns. We got to go take some guns, Joe. Well, I guess Joe didn't quite get the memo. Joe didn't quite get the memo. And we're going to play some video from Joe in just a second. But you know what? This is a caller-driven show. Callers come first. Let's take Nathan's call here. Hey, brother, you on there? What's going on, man? Did I just hear on the news uh, right before you came on that 
a million dollars worth of windows got blown out by the tornado. At the Metro Center? At the Metro Center Mall. Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me of that because I, I was sitting here juggling 10 things and wanted to mention that. Well, that's that, that's a million dollars in windows that ain't getting fixed. The Metro done, right? Done. I mean, did done, they done. add that? Did they add that to all the other broken windows that were just broken out? Well, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess there's no insurance policy over there. I mean, I don't know that. Right. To be, this is just me assuming that there's no insurance Heck, on that building I don't even right know now. Who owns the thing? Yeah. Well, I, I would think that it's going to end up in tax in the state of possession of the state. Because right. of, of a ta- tax lien. I didn't know who called out uh, an adjuster to come out and do an estimate up for a million dollars worth of windows. Well, that is a good point there. So maybe somebody did. I don't know. I, you would have to think that a piece of property that large, somebody, because there's, there's adjacent <clears throat> there's adjacent properties to the metro. Are they talking right. about? Are they talking about you know like the, the 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 wings that are owned by individual companies? Or the center part with the big glass roof. Because I'm going to guess they're talking about that glass roof. Because there really ain't no windows in the metro. Right. That's what I was thinking. You know, unless they're talking right. about like, like the front of the old Mac Ray's building, something like that. But that's where right, but JPD that was, is. That was kind of comical. I'll, yeah, have a good day, brother. Hey, you too, brother. Take care. Yeah, I, I wouldn't give a million dollars for the metro center. All of it combined. I wouldn't do it. I mean, what would you do? I mean, it really, like, I, I forever I thought that it would make a great Amazon distribution site, based on being at the corner of I of two twenty and I twenty. I mean, just logistically, take the Jackson crime and all that crap out of it. Logistically, it's in a good area for for getting eighteen wheelers on the interstate and shooting right on right on down the road. Somebody could, you know, they could they could come in and bulldoze a ton of all that over there, and nobody would ever miss any of it. And you could build a massive um, uh, commercial, what do they call it, industrial park. Massive industrial park right there. It's never going to be retail again. But uh, anyway, let's take another call here. Well, no, caller quit ringing, phone quit ringing. Yeah, you could build a massive industrial park there. But I, but I don't want to get distracted. Back to the trans shooter. The trans terrorist, actually. The trans terrorist. The name was Audrey Hale. Everybody says, well, I don't, we don't say the killer's names. We're not going to give them any spotlight. We're going to say their name. I don't buy into that. Don't mention the killer's names. That's what they want. I don't care. Well, they're going to get what they want then. Because I'm going to mention the killer's names. I'm not on that. I was listening to that Hugh Hewitt dude this morning that comes on here from 5 to 6 a.m. Me and him just don't agree. Now, he was so scared to mention trans and wouldn't allow anybody to call on his show and possibly say anything negative about trans people. Bro, that's a mental illness. We got again, we have got to quit masking mental illness as as other things. Bro, I am sorry. If you were born one way and you're convinced that you're another, that, that that's a that's a mental illness. It just is what it is. If I came on this show today. And I said, moving forward, I'm a black man. Now, you can't tell me no different. I am a black man. Y'all would lose your ever-loving minds. Like crazy. And I started using the N-word and everything else. I said, I'm a black man. Can't tell me no different. 
I'm trans racist, right? Trans race. <laughs> I don't know how you'd say it. It sounds so ridiculous. There's nothing I would do. I mean, I grew up in South Jackson in the nineties thinking I was black. Uh, but I was not. I was not. I was racially appropriating back in the day. I had the pictures to prove it. I thought I was a no limit soldier. I had the no limit medallion. I wore the white uh, desert camo. Oh my God, we look ridiculous. Where's my boy John John at? He should have stopped us from doing that. He looked just like mystical. We used to all ride around and tell people we had mystical with us. Uh, things I'm not proud of. But man, it was a good time. Shout out to Sonny Evans. He was a part of that. Them shenanigans. Bucky Combs. Oh, it's a wonder we made it out alive. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. Phone lines are wide open. We're going to play Joe Biden's video. Uh, he was supposed to be talking about guns, but he forgot. And he started talking about ice cream. You can't make it up. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Say it with me. Breaking rules when necessary. You know, that thing, that started out as a joke. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't know. It's provocative. It has really become like the tagline for this show. It was just a joke. I saw it. I don't even know where I saw it. But it was like literally the day before the show started, I, I added it to the uh, to the tagline there. I, was, I stole it from somewhere. I did not make it up myself. All right. <clears throat> Speaking of breaking rules, Battlefield Drag Strip this weekend. I'm telling you what, all my drag racing fans out there, if you grew up going to Hattiesburg and Lena, you remember the rat, the Red Nova, the rat tat tat tat. I remember it dragging everybody, everybody. Down Hub City. The return of the rat. That's right. It's back. This Saturday, April 1st. Battlefield Drag Strip right there in Collinsville. You heard the commercial during the break there. The Red Nova returns. The return of the rat. I'm excited. I want to go to this. I mean, I've been wanting to go for to a race all season. And just hadn't had a chance to make it because, you know, your boy works on Saturdays. But I may play hooky this Saturday and go check out the rat, the return of the rat. And you should, too. It's a big shootout and grudge fest. It's going to be a good time, man. Get out there. Let me see here. See if I can make it big enough to read. The uh, gates open at 2 p.m. The track is hot at 7. The shootout begins at 6. Looks like I won't even have to play hooky to go. Looks like I won't even have to play hooky since I get off at 3. So get out there. It's only 90 minutes east of Jackson. Go up to Chunky, get off 20. Go down 20 to Chunky, get off, ride into Collinsville. It ain't that far. You won't regret it. You can check them out on Facebook. Just go blah, blah, blah. check them out on Facebook. Go search Battlefield Drag Strip. That's going to be awesome. I kid you not. I know I can exaggerate a little bit here and there, but uh, that's going to be fun. That's going to bring back some nostalgic. 90s drag racing memories from Hub City. I'm excited about that. All right. Uh, I promised that we were going to play. Hey, look, and I got people texting me too about the St. Patty's Day stuff. I got a whole lot of stuff to talk about that. Some new some new information has come about. And uh, I don't like getting necessarily into the, the minutia of back and forth and hearsay, but I've gotten some some good information. Uh, it, it, in my, it doesn't change anything. But it, they, these folks absolutely knew each other. 
you know, and, and I, I think that's important to, to bring up, but it, it doesn't change anything. I mean, dude's still going to jail, but, uh, so I'm, we're going to get to that. Just so I promise we're, we're going to get to that, but real quick, we're going to get to Joe Biden, uh, forgetting that he was supposed to be talking about, uh, taking our AR 15s before the blood was even cleaned up of, uh, three innocent children and some, uh, staff teachers at this, um, private school and joe uh joe's like i got ice cream it's even worse i can't even imitate how bad this is but uh shout out to my daughter for sending me this tiktok she's on top of it i've done a pretty good job raising that one my name is joe biden i'm dr joe biden's husband and I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> They're your kids, all four of them? Yeah. Well, stand up, guys. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. Uh, considering the moment. Like you. Um, we were, we were told that the shooting that, the, that just happened uh, left three children dead, uh, three adults dead, shooters. All right. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So that's Joe Biden. Talking about ice cream, tapioca, tapioca brains. That's y'all's president. There's now somewhere along there. I, I don't have the whole video. He, I guess somebody buzzed his earpiece. Said, "Joe, we're got to talk about the AR-15s. Got to take the guns. Got to take the guns, Joe." And uh, he he changed course. He's like, "Oh, I'm not doing stand up today. I was screwed." We're screwed. Let's go back to the trans shooter. This uh, this makes what? Three trans mass shootings in a row? I know there's one of y'all that texts me all the time every time I talk about the Uvalde shooter being trans. He was not trans. Yes, he was. She. I mean, who am I to assume? Her identity. It's identity. It was trans. It just is what it is. Then what was the, wasn't the one in Colorado again this year, uh, a non-binary person that, uh, that shot up a gay bar? Yeah. Yeah. That happened. That was, a, that was another one. And now you've got a, uh, and they, they you got another trans here, she, uh, she's killing kids. Gosh, dang. And y'all might, you know, you may be saying to yourself, well, Clay, we can't stoop to their level. Yes, we can. That's the problem, but that's what's got us in this situation that we're in. We ain't been scooping to the, stooping to their level. We we have to stoop to that. Once once the enemy changes the rules of engagement, all fair and love and war. If that had been a straight white shooter, a straight white male, binary, cis male. It would be, it, it, it's all you would hear about. 
And God forbid if it had ever supported Trump on social media. That's all you would hear about. So when, when it's one of their little pet projects that they keep shoving down our throats that we're supposed to have to accept, if you're not my ally, you're my enemy, you're damn right. We're going to make a point. And I'm, I wish somebody was in here could see me. I'm pointing at my screen aggressively right now, shaking my hand, wagging my finger. We're going to point that out. And you should tell everybody you work with today, this should be the water cooler talk of the day. Did you hear about that trans shooter? Killed them kids? That is a mental illness. Yeah, And they'll try to cancel me over this because you're not supposed to acknowledge it. You're not supposed to call out mental illness. But that's the problem in this country. Everybody's so drugged up on from antidepressant. I'm getting, I bet you, a b- 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 billion dollars. I don't even have to have it because I know I'm right. A b- 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 billion dollars that, that the uh, shooter was on some SSRIs, some antidepressants. And I, and I ain't no knock to people who, who take them and aren't having problems. I get it. I do. And I, I, I realize I need to be a little more sensitive about that sometimes when I talk about this. People are going through real stuff and they're on medicine, but they, they end up committing mass shootings. But we got to call it out when we got to call it out. Let's take a call from Derek. Hey, brother, you on there? Yeah, brother. Yeah, call it out, man. Mental illness. That's what it is. Mental illness. Um, it's easier for people to say that they feel a certain way than it is to deal with the pain that triggers it. You know what I mean? Amen. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be some psych meds and some hormone medicine in the mix when it's all said and done. Yes. Yeah, it was another LGBTQ, Elemental PXYZ member. Now, you know, again... I know, Clay, you know some gay people. I know some gay people. They just want to be left alone. They're not, since when did gay start being equated with identity crisis? Because most people, most gay people tell you that, well, we've been around since the 70s and 80s. They didn't care about all this coming out or anything like that. Just leave me alone. Now, you know, you, I, I, was telling a, I was telling a close friend of mine the other day. I said, you know, I don't mind all the names I get called. It comes with the territory. I said, but the one that really does bother me a little bit is when they call me homophobic. That yeah. because I know, I, I know for a damn fact, I've had I've had a dozen gay friends or, or at minimum close friends over the years, and it's never been an issue in my life. Uh, I've never cared. I was part owner of a, a, a of a gay bar at one point. You know, it, I don't care. It does not bother me, and I, that, that that may be a sin I have to answer for when I die. But that's one I'm willing to. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. Well, you know, it's like, um, you know, like him or hate him, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't particularly care about. But like Dr. Umar Johnson said about that, he's like, I don't, I'm not afraid of nobody. He said, first of all, homophobia is not even in, in the book, in the DSC, it's in the DSM as a phobia. That's a word you created. You know, a phobia is in the book, but not homophobia or arachnophobia, you know, or any other type of phobia, but not that. You created that. And then furthermore, as another point I want to hit real quick, well, they do, they, they, they resort to violence and go all out and commit suicide because people don't accept them. Well, for many years in, in the black community, they were not accepted, but yet their suicide rate was significantly less. And they didn't go out and commit mass shootings on white people. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Great point, brother. Yeah. So you can't make that argument because... You know, the, the the notion is that blacks are mistreated in this country, 
but yet our suicide rate and mass shooting rate is significantly less. You can take all the Pookies and Ray Rays in the hood. Their their shootings don't compare to any that has came to in a mass shooting. So it's just going to show you that that hate dynamic is not there. It is mental illness, and we need to stop rationalizing mental illness. We, we do, you know, or, and and start treating these mass shootings equally. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there, there there would be a dozen mass shootings by their definition of mass shootings in Chicago today, and we won't hear about a single one of them because they don't fit a political agenda. No, exactly, exactly. Now, when I meant, I, I should have said multiple mass shootings is what I should have said. You know, your 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 garden variety drive by or interpersonal, as the mayor call it. Interpersonal issues, to the level of like a group type of thing. But you know, Steve Harvey, best city. You ain't never heard of, of about three thousand black people dying at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, we we're gonna get technical by definition. That was a mass shooting down at the parade Saturday. Two people, two one or more, two two or more people got shot. Right, right. You know? I, yeah, I, I meant to say multiple mass. No, shootings. I, 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 I knew what you meant, yeah. brother. I knew what you meant. I, yeah, um, but, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. If you want to get technical, that was a mass shooting. Yep. But you can't. They can't keep deflating the fact that it's because they're mistreated that they're they're behaving this way. No, it's because mental illness is not being treated properly. Your idea of treating mental illness is body mutilation. And oh. I'm gonna go so far as to say this. Now, if you if you take a good look at the link that's been made between. Um, gastric bypass surgery and alcoholism, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll also see a, a, a very interesting link between gastric bypass surgery and infidelity in marriage. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. There, there's a big, big link there. I, uh, I I could tell a personal story about a family member I won't, but um, that, there's a big link there. Right. But yeah, now they say it's tied to alcoholism now, that most of the people that, that go through it end up being alcoholics and, and, and antidepressants. And take on antidepressants and drinking alcohol. Yep. Because I, I guess your magic surgery didn't give you the results you thought it would. Because that just going to show you mutilation doesn't make you happy. You got to treat the overall cause. Yep. Derek, I got to take a break, brother. Get ready for this guest coming up here in a minute. But uh, appreciate your great call today. Yes, sir. All right. All right. When we come back, I've got Alex Frisbee. He's uh, one of the owners. Him and his wife own South Delta Animal Rescue in Roland Fork. They've been on. They've made some national news, and uh, we got Alex coming up here in the next segment for about five ten minutes. See what they got going on up there. If you're an animal lover, tell you how you can donate to South Delta Animal Rescue in Roland Fork. We'll be right back live in the Mack Hiker Fluid Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show on one zero three nine WYAB. Necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. And this segment is going to be brought to you by my good friends and yours over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Just got a text from Mr. Jason over there letting us know that uh, Lakeland Glass and Tent was standing in the ready to help any way they could with our storm relief fundraiser. So I do appreciate that. And uh tell Jason, same thing I tell you guys, just show up. Just show up, man. Uh, attendance, attendance is going to be the most important thing. Uh, we got we we got to get together and do things like that. And uh, looking forward to seeing everybody out there. So look, if you need your home, car, or business windows tinted, Lakeland Glass and Tent. If you need your automobile glass repaired or replaced, Lakeland Glass and Tent. And I've been beating the drum. They do vehicle wraps now. I get people all the time text me and say, "Hey, do you know anybody that does vehicle wraps?" I'm like, "Do you not listen to my show?" <laughs> Lakeland Glass and Tent does them. They can design, uh, they can turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard. 
I'd get the Clay Edwards show on mine, but I'm afraid it may get a couple additional bullet holes in it if I did, driving through Jackson every day. Neither here nor there. <laughs> Lakeland Glass and Tent. They're also ceramic coating vehicles now, using Expel wraps and ceramic coating. So good stuff there. Check them out, lakelandglassandtent.com. You can uh, get your price, schedule your appointment, the whole nine yards online, or give them a call today, 601-946-1000, where quality matters lakeland glass and tent all right on the phone with me now is alex frisbee with south delta animal rescue in rolling fork mississippi alex good morning brother good morning good morning man look i appreciate you uh i'm sure you were already up i know you're a busy guy but i appreciate you getting up and uh getting on the horn with us i know you've been all over the national news and everywhere else i appreciate you making time for a little small show down here in jackson and uh and it's uh it's no problem. I appreciate you having us on, having me on. Look, man, I enjoyed our conversation last night. And a shout-out to my friend Will for setting that up and making this happen. So, man, give everybody a little synopsis. I got your Facebook page pulled up here, but kind of tell everybody what you do, what's going on, and, and how they can help. So um, we, were, we were affected and impacted by the storm uh, in multiple multiple ways but uh one of those ways was we lost our shelter in the tornado uh and so we have we've been helping around rolling fork as a shelter for the about the past uh two to three years um between two and three years and uh it's a rolling fork is as all of our as all of your listeners know, is not a very affluent place, uh, and and ten, what tends to happen in a in an impoverished place like Rolling Fork is you end up having a lot of stray dogs, um, and so that's what led that's what ended up leading to the formation of South Delta Animal Rescue. Just to to be, we wanted to house dogs that were typically just street dogs how long ago did you start uh, this thing it's been between two and three years cool. um and so we have uh we built some we built a structure on the back of the uh the animal clinic uh the vet clinic in rolling fork and uh so the issue is now that the tornado has come through and just completely demolished the the structure, um, the vet clinic is going to be the recipient of the insurance policy as they should, but it puts us in a position where our structure is destroyed, our shelter is destroyed, and we do not have anything to rebuild that structure financially. Um, so we are asking for donations. We're asking for donations for financial donations. We're asking for building donate, you know, building supply donations. Um, we're asking for help. Uh, we're asking for for prayer. Um, you know, whatever you can do to help, uh, whether financially or you know, supply wise or not, is is a huge help to us. Well, you know, I know there's a there's a lot of people out there. People are gonna think I'm being trying to be funny here, and I'm not. There's a lot of people out there who are kind of fed up with helping helping people. You know, because it seems like money don't go where it's supposed to, this, that, and the other. And there's a lot of dog lovers out there, me being me being top of that list. 
And, uh, you know, people can say whatever they want about it. Oh, there's people that need help. There's people that need help. And there are. But, I, again, these animals, you know, displaced, homeless, um, starving, the whole nine yards. I mean, imagine, you know, just being uprooted from your entire family or whatever the case may be. Um, I think this is a great a great way to to donate. Uh, it's a great uh, ministry to sow into, and it's a five hundred one c three too. So, uh, it's, it's, it's a tax write off for doing it. Correct. That is that is correct, and and you're right. You are exactly right, Clay. It's, you know the the thing that we have seen the most. Um, you know, we adopted all of our dogs out after the tornado. We've been. People from all over this country have been donating money, and they've been calling and asking, "Do you have any dogs that that I can adopt?" Um, and so, it didn't take us long for the dogs were adopted out, which was a godsend for us because we don't have anywhere to store them. I mean, we don't have anywhere to keep the dogs um, right now. We're operating a temporary shelter out of Sharky Sequina Academy. Um, and so, but the issue that we run into now is the dogs. Uh, so I don't know how many of, how many of your listeners have seen the damage, you know, pictures are one thing when you are, uh, there's a picture, a picture cannot get the full scope of damage. Uh, and you know, you, you gotta be there. You gotta see it and stand there and when you stand there and you realize just how many homes are not in rolling fork anymore that were before this storm you know it helps you understand where these dogs are coming from and if you just lost everything if you just lost every everything that you own uh and your dog is gone and we're able to reunite you with your dog after you have lost everything. A dog, a dog is already more than a dog to me. You know, we we love dogs. We love you know animals. My wife and I. But it's like a security blanket. It's like a, it, it's it's hope. You know that dog symbolizes that pet symbolizes so much more than. It just a, being a dog or a cat or, um, you know, it's, it's some, it's kind it's something that, that gives them comfort and something that gives, you know, our community hope. And that's, uh, that's a special thing. No, man, look, my, I got, I got two little small ones at the house and, uh, they are definitely my security blanket, uh, uh, when, when I'm alone or lonely, I mean they're just they're great little personalities. The whole nine yards. I mean, they're, they're people who, who who have dogs. I'm not here to to convert people into animal lovers, but my dog lovers out there, my animal lovers out there, uh, they they know they're they're they're, they're animals. Their dogs are their or an extension of their family. They're the some for some people they are their kids, and um, yeah. I know I know people who have stayed with spouses they wanted to divorce because they didn't want to give up their dogs. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. They're, they're very important to people. And uh, we want to do what we can to help everybody involved with this thing. Um, we got about two minutes left here. How can people find you and donate if they want to do that? So South Delta Animal Rescue on Facebook. Um, that's our page. There's three different ways to donate on there. you got GoFundMe, PayPal, and Venmo. Um, 
so any of those ways you know please get on there and donate uh you had mentioned that y'all that y'all throwing the the relief party you know attend the attend the party yeah go, go to the party um and then uh clay you can you may have um some connections w- with this or you may have you know some listeners with connections there's we've been referred to a few different organizations that uh would be helpful in helping us get the word out uh one of those is mutt nation uh which is miranda lambert's uh, organization yes um, and then the second is North Shore Animal League. Um, this is, it's up in New York. Um, they, those organizations help with, um, with shelters like ours who have been, uh, just devastated by a disaster, a natural disaster, fire, tornado, hurricane, hey, you know, I- whatever. Alex, I am up against my hard break here. Look, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna mention this again throughout the show, and I got another interview with Therese Apel coming up at the top of the eight o'clock hour, and we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. it too. She's a part of. It. She's helping me out with my fundraiser, so uh, we're gonna give. Your, we're gonna put your stuff up there as an option for people to donate to. Uh, I'll, I'll scan off the uh, the Venmo or Cash App or whatever. We're gonna hang it up, give people multiple options for donating there in person, and uh, your 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 organization is gonna be one of them. Brother, I appreciate you taking time with us this morning. God bless you, and uh, so y'all stay safe and stay blessed up there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Clay. All right. Thank you, Alex. All right. We've got to take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules. All right, man. Welcome back in. we got about a minute left for the top of the hour break, so I just want to recap that last that last call. I hated to rush Alex off there. But it's South Delta Animal Rescue. That's how you just go to Facebook. I know we got a bunch of animal lovers out there. Uh, they got multiple ways to donate. It's a 501c3, so you can, it's a tax write-off. If, uh, if, if that's the ministry your heart's pulling you in to donate, uh, you can find all that inf- information there. And I will have their information posted up at the back porch Sunday as an option for you to donate to if that's, your, if that's where your ministry you know, is being led. That's where your heart's being led. A lot of animal lovers out there. So I wanted to make sure we covered that. Uh, again, shout out to my buddy Will for making that happen. Uh, if y'all follow the Ryan Hall, y'all, uh, weather channel on YouTube, Ryan is also donating some money. He raised over a hundred thousand dollars to help Rolling Fork and, uh, and the Delta in general, not just Rolling Fork. So, uh, Ryan is going to be donating some money as well. So these animals are going to be taken care of. But, uh, again, uh, if that's where your heart is, uh, if that's where your desire is, yeah, that is an option for you. I'll be right back here in about seven minutes with the Clay Edwards Show. Therese Apel will be joining me by phone. We'll be right back. Two of the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. And this segment is going to be brought to you by Watkins Construction and Roofing. We want to make sure that we uh, really, really talk about them a lot this week with all the storms that have come through, with the hail storms, hail damage. And look, man, you you may not think you have roof damage after the hailstorm, but trust me, there's probably some damage there, and it can go hidden, and you not find out till later, and it can be a little harder to get that dealt with with your insurance company. So 
get Watkins Construction and Roofing to come out today. Well, I don't know if they can come out today, but give them a call, and they'll come out and do a complimentary roof assessment, and that means free. They're not going to charge you. No commitment necessary to come out and uh, see if you need roof re- repair or replacement. So they're not going to try to shove a replacement down your throat if that's not what you need. They, they, these guys are the number one roofing uh, company in the state of Mississippi for a reason, because they do people right. You can go read their uh, nearly 500 or so five-star reviews on Google and uh, see for yourself all the satisfied customers. So check them out today, WatkinsConstructionInc.com, or give them a call, 601-966-8233. That's Watkins Construction and roofing your roof repair and replacement specialist in central Mississippi. All right, on the phone here, I've got Therese April. Hey, Therese. Hey, Clay. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. I'm down here on the coast for a conference, and uh, I'm looking out my window at the beautiful view of the fog. <laughs> Man, look, I, I'm a weirdo. I like stormy weather at the beach because I don't really like the beach. I like to sit on a balcony and watch it storm into the ocean. Now, that is pretty cool. I don't have any way to see that from my hotel room. But um, yesterday when I came in, it was really interesting because it was so foggy that you couldn't see the beach. And that was probably around, oh, I guess I got here around 10 a.m. And so whatever was going on, it's like the beach just looked like one big white, like, fog, for lack of a better word. Interesting. It's pretty neat. That's cool. Well, uh, so for any new listeners out there, because we seem to have a lot of them lately, this is Therese April with DarkHorsePressNow.com. She's usually in studio with me on Tuesdays, but uh, she is uh, on assignment down on the coast. And Therese, you've been up in, and you're teaming up with us to help with this uh, tornado uh, fundraiser that we're doing Sunday out at Back Porch. You've been boots on ground up there in the Delta, and everybody has seen the pictures. And we were just interviewing Alex Frisbee with the South Delta Animal Rescue uh, home up there and uh you know he was just painting a picture of how bleak it was because it just said pictures and video can't do the scope of it justice you want to try to explain to people just how bad it is up there yeah he's right about that um i did a facebook live on my um on the dark horse page that i walked for probably it was probably 20 minutes long and just tried to walk through like the downtown area and some of the residential parts that were destroyed and it's like you can see the pictures and you think, wow, that's, that's crazy. But when you're standing there in front of it and you can see this massive pile of debris with a, a pickup truck upside down on top and you recognize that this was somebody's home. Um, and it's like this eerie feeling because there's no electricity and there's, you know, I think in most places no running water. And uh, you've got first responders everywhere. But the other thing you have is all these sightseers coming through. And it's like they're just staring at things with these big eyes. Meanwhile, there there are people, you know, with chainsaws and, and all kinds of things in the rubble. And you realize that is somebody actually trying to dig things out of their own home. And um, at one point I had a box of T-shirts um, that I was kind of giving to people, you know, like, do you guys need any clothes or anything? You know, that's what I have. And this lady took three or four of them for herself and her family, and she just stood there and she, like, held them against her chest like like a kid hugs a stuffed animal. And she just kind of looked at me and she said, and it was, you know, this this sadness you can't describe in her eyes. And she looked at me, and then she looked back at her house, and she said, I don't know what I'm going to do. 
And I said, I, I can't imagine what you're going through. And she said, we're homeless. And that's what I think that feeling in the air in these areas that have been hit. There's a neighborhood that's just right across Deer Creek from downtown. And it's, it is gone. And downtown is destroyed. And you just think, you know, just a week ago, this was a, this was a town. And now it's all gone. Um, the other thing that I saw that really kind of, I don't know why, but it affected me so much. Right there before Deer Creek, um, well, there's a, a footbridge over Deer Creek, and right there before you cross it, there's a sign that says, um, love can bridge any gap. And so I thought I must have taken 200 pictures of it because it was so just emotional to see that in the middle of all this destruction. But when I tell you, you can't fathom what what it looks like from just the, the photos, like the flyovers and the ground level and all that, because it looks like you're watching a movie. You know, it's not real through a screen. You know, but and when you're standing there in it, it is. When I was talking with Alex last night to set up the interview for this morning, and he brought up something I had forgot about because, you know, it didn't affect me directly. But the, when the, the backwater floods a couple years ago. When uh mm-hmm. when when the when it flooded really bad up there and they were just kind of getting over that somewhat and then this yeah you know you really I know nobody would ever say this out loud there but you know you really got to wonder I mean is there is there a way to rebuild it's already an impoverished area I mean I know if you if you owned your home or had homeowners insurance sure hopefully but I mean we may Roland Fork may not come back I I mean at this point it is just trying to help the people up there with their immediate needs. Um, yeah. like and, and uh, uh, Silver City and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's it, you really get to having to question: Is the juice worth the squeeze? Or you know, in a in a, in a high poverty area, you know, people don't have the the means to rebuild. You well, know? and I think you know some of that, of course, would depend on what funds come down from the federal government. But I think that is the hard part. Like if you're a, a Rolling Fork resident, this is your home. This is where you've always lived, but it's always been plagued with, you know, these kind of things. Because the fact is, even when, you know, you don't have these kind of tornadoes all the time, you're still right there across the river. And, you know, when the, I guess it's probably kind of an illusion, but it always feels like the storms that come you know, in from Texas and, and that area, it, it seems like it always affects the. Oh, it's, it's Tornado uh, Alley. It's Tornado Alley for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I, you know, I, I was thinking about that as I was looking at all of it because it's like, how do you come back? You know, this is your home. This is where you want to be. It's where you've chosen to live. And, and for some people not chosen, it's where, you know, they are because that's, they've always been there and they can't afford to leave. Um, but what happens when you've had this kind of destruction? multiple times in the last few years you know how do you build back it's tough it's so you know that's what god's for pray people got to pray about it and see what direction he leads them um therese uh you've teamed up with us with dark horse to help promote this big fundraiser we're doing sunday and this thing has just gotten off the richter scale um with 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 participation from everybody and we're going to be at back porch 471 it's my little honey hole uh, I can be found there regularly and often <laughs> eating crawfish. Uh, yeah. Sunday starting at noon. We've got a dozen or so artists that have donated their time. Uh, we've got several charities to choose from. I think we're just going to hang up some different Venmos and PayPal's and Cash Apps from different local charities. Let people pick who they want to donate to. 
And uh, yeah. that, that way we're not responsible for any of the cash or figuring out or trying to take a bunch of water up there, this, that, and the other. Just let people pick uh, where their heart desires to uh, donate. We've got the Animal Rescue League. Where there's some other churches uh, that are doing some stuff. So we'll let those uh, let those people handle that and uh, hope that we pick the right ones. But, um, you know, this is what I love about independent media is mm-hmm. we, we didn't have to get nobody's permission. We didn't have to do anything. This is... You know, this is like the local business that supports the that sponsors the baseball team and the softball team, right? Um, right. When, when when people need real help, they turn to their neighbors. And I woke up Saturday morning, and it was heavy, heavy on my heart. First thing I thought about was let me let me pull my resources and let, let's let's get everybody together because a lot of people don't know how to help. You know, if right. they can't if they can't be boots on the ground, maybe they don't maybe they don't know how to do the logistics of putting an event together or organizing. And I was like, you know what, I might not be good at a lot. But after I went to nightclubs for 15 years, I know how to get people. I know how to put butts in seats, and uh, I know yeah. how to make the phone calls. You were one. Of my, you were one of my first two or three phone calls I made. Uh, Chad at Back Porch, Chad Wesley, uh, Daryl Arnold, several others, and uh, nobody said no. You know, everybody's like, absolutely. What can I do? And I just want to say thank you. And this this is why you support local media like Therese Apel and Dark Horse, like WYAB. You know, business owners out there, we you know, just like y'all give back, so do we when it's our opportunity to. So it, it goes a long way. And I think it's worth saying that, yeah, there are probably some, you know, bigger folks that are, are doing things, you know, to help as well. And I don't want to take away from that. But, you know, for us, this is like stop everything. We have to do this, you know. And, and on Saturday, uh, very much, you know, I woke up in the morning and I was like, I have to go to the Delta because as a first responder, that was my first thought. And then I saw that my fire department was going to the Delta and I was like, I'll meet you guys there. Um, yeah, shout out, shout today, out to Lang- the night before me. Shout out to Langford volunteer fire department up there. Yeah. That, that's a, yes, that's- absolutely. They're there now. As a matter of fact, they're, uh, they, they had requested that we come back. And so after I leave here, I'm going to see if I'm needed there again. But I think it's very important to know that like for, for small business owners that are getting involved in these kind of things, it's not just a, hey, call somebody and send something. It's like, all right, stop everything for a minute. What can we do to help? How do we do this? Let's take this time that we would usually be using to do something else to go. And that's not tooting a horn. It's just saying, like, you know, we still have the option to to give of our time and our, you know, our resources and all that. And I love the small businesses that I'm seeing do that, you know, just pick yeah. up and go, you know. Guns and Gear was one. He heard about it. He went straight to Costco, loaded up seven pallets of water, and you know drove them out there. And, and yeah, I'm glad you that mentioned that. With I, small businesses across the board. I meant to mention that yesterday, and I got halfway back home and like, dang it, I forgot to mention about Hunter and Guns and Gear taking a trailer full, seven pallets of water up there. Uh, that, oh, that's absolutely. just so so awesome. I know we shared that post on social media because I want people to see these are locally owned businesses. And again, like you said, I know those big corporations; they do what they do. But I love to highlight and spotlight the little guy stepping up and serving. Well, if you want to get biblical about it, it's the widows might. You know, they may have a thousand coins to give to the offering plate. We may have two, but give what we've got. That you know, that's the important part to help somebody else. Amen. Hey, Therese, when you get back next week, um, I, I want to break down some of these stories that have happened, these bigger stories, this, uh, the St. Patty's Day stuff with you. Let that give that oh, some yeah. room to breathe. I really want to get your thoughts on that. And uh, I know that Joshua Spann was a volunteer fireman, and so I know that hits you personal, personally. Yeah. 
And uh, we we obviously had a, he's younger than us, but we had a lot of mutual friends. My buddy Trig hit me up and uh, said that was like a little brother to him, you know. So I just uh, as these stories start to come in, you know, we'll have a better chance to let it breathe and really have a conversation about it Tuesday. Yeah, and I will say this before next Tuesday, but the thing that has infuriated me the most about the St. Patty's Day parade shooting is that these two men were trying to help. You know, they saw an injustice, and they were, as heroes, going to help. And uh, one crap stain on this earth can do that kind of damage. And I think that is why, um, why I do what I do because their stories need to be told because they, they died heroes. That's a, a, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> Miss Simpkins and uh, Joshua Spann. So very, yeah. very sad, sad situation there. And uh, she was guarding, you know, she was guarding a child in the backseat of that vehicle when she oh got shot. Gosh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I've got that from uh, her. Well, it's confirmed. We'll just say that. Uh, she yeah. was, she was guarding a child, you know. She she never got out of the vehicle, so that just just to add insult to injury, um, or, or to show what a she was a hero. She died being a real hero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they both did, and that's yes. that's kind of the thing that that I that I can't get over. No, well, we're, we're, they got. Uh, I've already let everybody involved know with that too. When the fun, when the time for their when their fundraiser comes up or whatever they're doing. Uh, let us know. I know they're doing a candlelight vigil uh, today or th- maybe Thursday. I can't remember exactly down at the fairgrounds farm right over there by the big slide where it happened at. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we'll be a part of that as well. All right, Therese. Yes, th- yeah, please let me know. We'll, we'll yeah, be a part of it. All I'll, I'll send you the flyer as soon as we get off the phone here. Therese, thank you for taking time with us this morning. Stay safe, and uh, we'll, we'll talk before then, but I'll definitely see you Sunday. And, uh, and we're going to have a big turnout, man. Every, everybody's ever wanted to meet any of us, meet, meet any, the other hosts here, Jameson, Kim Wade, myself, Therese. Uh, this is going to be your chance to get out and uh, get to meet everybody. So we're looking forward to it. But don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't make it weird. <laughs> People can do that, can't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, Therese. Appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right, that's Therese Abel with DarkHorsePressNow.com. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center right down there in Crystal Springs. You know, I get a lot of people being in the car business. I get a lot of people come to me. They're looking for ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 cars, sometimes less than that. And it's, that's not necessarily our our our, audit, our, our target uh, inventory out at Ellis. And so I've been referring them down to Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Or technically, it's called Mercy House Auto Center Teen Challenge um, down in Crystal Springs. And what's really cool about them, they, if you got bad credit, they can help you out there. If you got good credit, they can help you out there. If you're just paying cash, they can definitely help you out there. But uh, they get... Now, they buy vehicles just like every other dealership, but something else that they have the ability to do that a lot of other dealerships don't is you can donate your vehicle to them, running or not. As long as you've got a good title, they will come and get it from your house for you, tow it away for free. And here's the really cool part. You get a tax write-off on that because they're a 501c3. 
And let's just say that that car sitting there ain't worth a thousand bucks. Let's say they sell it for 10,000 bucks. You get the tax write off for the amount they sell it for. And I, you know, I keep beating this, I keep beating this drum, but let's just say, for instance, you're a 1099 employee and you have to pay in taxes every year, every quarter, whatever. Imagine a $10,000 write off. That's that. That's real money in your bank, in your bank account that stays there. And uh, and I'm just using round numbers here. It may not be worth that much, you know, whatever. But keep that in mind. If you've got a car out there running or not, they repair and they 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 get these cars back up to to uh, to great great working driving condition. They got an on site mechanic that runs the place. Uh, very very good dude. And uh, they're helping change lives, too. And all the profits go to Mercy House Teen Challenge, which is uh, helping men, fathers, recover from addiction, get back, becoming a productive member of society, and putting the fathers back in homes. And that's, that, that's the dang problem around here. We need more fathers back in the homes. You know, uh, you can't win the culture war without a nuclear family. That's our ultimate nuclear weapon is the nuclear family, fathers back in homes. And that's what Mercy House Teen Challenge is doing, helping put fathers back in homes. It's important. I don't. I think we can all look right here at uh, Jackson and some rural areas, you know, where the fathers ain't in the homes and what's happening. So be mindful. Be mindful of that. If, uh, if that's where your heart was, well, that's a ministry you want to sow into, Mercy House Teen Challenge is it. And uh, you can do that by... Killing two birds with one stone. Go get a good vehicle from them, too. Or get a, a broke-down vehicle out of your driveway that you know you ain't never going to do nothing with and get the tax write off. Checks off a lot of boxes right there. Checks off a lot of boxes. If I had a vehicle right now that wasn't running, that's probably what I would do. And who knows? I drive high-mileage cars. I may have one that ain't running here soon. So check them out. All right. I want to jump back into some Barbie Bassett stuff. And we're also going to get to the St. Patty's Day stuff, too. I promise. Uh, hell has frozen over. Hell has frozen over. I want to thank everybody that sends me all this Barbie Bassett stuff too. Hashtag I stand with Barbie. I stand with Barbie. What about Barbie Bassett, WLBT? Now, I'm hearing there may be something big in the works. Not with WLBT. But something something people have been earning for. Maybe in the works. But uh, <clears throat> let's, uh, uh, again, hell has frozen over. And me and... And the the winches on the view apparently agree on something. Uh, here's here's Whoopi Goldberg. Mississippi news anchor and meteorologist Barbie Bassett has been off the air since she repeated a lyric by Snoop Dogg that used his term for the N-word. She's been at the network for 23 years, but is no longer listed as a news team member on their website, leading to speculation that she's been fired. Now, I don't know why she's been fired, but I do know that people have to understand that sometimes stuff comes out of folks' mouths and you might want to start with, hey, maybe that wasn't the smartest thing to say. She knows her comments about the Jews or Jewish people uh, have gotten her in plenty of hot water. As opposed to, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me having been in this situation before. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, when you... 
you know, giving her the opportunity. I will tell you, I'm going to admit as a person of color. Can we say the first part of, of the lyric? Uh, probably not. No. Okay. Yeah. It's it's from a, a famous song, and it's I, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. You guys, hard you know. guys know. It's hard to discuss, but I didn't know that that meant the N word. Mm-hmm. I did. I'm from the Bronx. My people are from Georgia and Puerto Rico. I've been singing that song. Yeah. Da, 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 and then I would, I didn't know. So I thought maybe she didn't know either, and she was just like, you know, she did it out of ignorance. But then come to find out that she sort of did this thing with another person that she works with, and she called her the black reporter in October 2022, referenced the black reporter's grandmammy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking maybe she needs some sensitivity class. Now this lady said she just admitted she's from the Bronx. See, down here in the South, we say grandmammy. Maybe. Sore. I don't know that firing her is yeah, going to help. Well, I think she's educating because the problem that, is but... when she leaves, though, you know, when this stuff happens, it's not like people come back on the air and say, let us clarify, this happened yeah, no, and this is why. they never let they you don't. do that. Well, yeah. no, but they don't, they won't even do it. <laughs> so, oh, girl. So, sorry. Yeah, they're making facial expressions right now because they didn't, they didn't even acknowledge that Whoopi had made some anti-Semitic remarks. Yeah. <laughs> so my point is... They just try to brush this stuff under the rug and pretend it don't happen and just let the public run wild, which I find just so ironic for news organizations to do. They ain't got no problem putting everybody else's business out there. Boy, don't you talk about theirs. Oh, it's a personnel issue. That it'd be better for her to come on and yeah. say, hey, I didn't, I didn't know so what this meant. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to clarify no. that. Okay, I listen, I give people you know. a lot of grace because I have said uh, I have said some things and frankly, not knowing. And I think people people assume folks don't know. I you're from the Bronx. I am from Chinandega, Nicaragua. I'd never heard the song. I've never yeah. heard the term. And I'm sure you didn't I'd know never, what that meant. Well, now- All right, that's enough of the view for one lifetime. Um, j- Overarchingly, uh, they all agree that she should not have been fired. Uh, hashtag I stand with Barbie. I stand with Barbie. Everybody, I continue to say this. Do not go unfollow WLBT. Go to their Facebook page like I've been doing. Now, I took a little breather by not being disrespectful to the murder victims of the St. Paddy's Day Parade. And for the tornado victims, and I have not said this on those posts out of respect to the people that live in those areas or that were affected directly by that. But every other nickel and dime story they've put on WLBT, I just go comment, what about Barbie Bassett? What about Barbie Bassett? Same thing all these nut job liberals have been doing about Brett Favre for the last six months to a year under every post. Yeah, cool story, bro, but what about Brett Favre? What about Brett Favre? What about Barbie Bassett? Nothing but good is going to come from this for Barbie. She's taking a short-term loss for a long-term gain. Cancel culture, you're going to lose again. Barbie going to end up at another news station making more money than she was making now. She's going to become a bigger asset. Now she's a national celebrity. That's right. It backfired. Now, WLBT could have released a statement, could have let Barbie roll out there and apologize again, which I would never apologize. I will never apologize. I will pack this show up, back, pack my petty little bag up, and go back home. 
and never breathe another word on a WYAB microphone before I apologize for anything I say up here. But she could have gone out there and apologized. Whatever they wanted her to do, if she, if she wanted to do it, and called her today and moved on from this thing. You'd have had a couple mad, you'd had Uther Kane and a few of them mad online. But at the end of the day, they don't move the needle. It ain't enough, it ain't enough mad people compared to the people who have her back. And now that the national media and all is coming out, and they're over, overwhelmingly seem to have her back. Sharma Lane, the God, you know, the guy that Joe Biden told, if you ain't, you ain't black, if you don't vote for me. Even he came out and said this was ridiculous. And he's typically the, the leader of the victim mentality posse. So shout out to my buddy that, uh, that I, I stole that line from. But it's going to blow up in their face. And if Snoop comes out, which his story is only getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and if I was a betting man, I'd say Snoop comes out here this week and says something about it and addresses it in her favor. Bar- uh, WWT, because they were, they were too scared to step on a hot coal or two and get a 20-plus year employee's back. She's going to end up over at APT or JTV. I'm just speculating. I have no idea. But I imagine that's what's going to happen. And um, it's, they're going to do gangbuster numbers. So the, what I tell y'all, don't go unfollow WLBT. Give them hell. Don't unfollow them. That's what they want you to do. They want this to just blow over the people who are mad. Just unfollow them. They got a half million followers on Facebook. Yeah, ten thousand of you could unfollow them. It ain't gonna. It, it ain't gonna make a nickel's worth of difference. Give them hell. Ten thousand of you giving them hell on every post is going to go a lot further than unfollowing them. That's what they want. Tell you what, that's what cancel culture does. They don't unfollow. Man, all those anger addicts that hate me, they follow everything I do. There's somebody listening to this show right now that hates me. The only listening, because they want to try to take something I say and turn it into something to benefit their cancel culture narrative. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Once the rules of engagement have been laid out by the enemy, all's fair in love and war. John, stay on hold. I'm coming to you after the break. This is the Clay Edwards Show live on 103.9 WYAB. The Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show. And this segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends. Therese and I just talked about them and uh, what a good how they step up and serve every time they're called upon guns and gear. Hunter was one of the first people, if not the first person to call me when Jackson was uh, getting ready to flood a few months ago and uh, donated his or offered up his big MRAP vehicle to get down there and help rescue flood, flood victims or anything they could do. Guns and gear was at the ready to do it. Uh, they just, I mean, literally the, the morning after the tornadoes, he was at Costco with a trailer, had seven pallets of water on the way to Rolling Fork. Um, that's what you get when you break bread with local folks, man. It just goes a long way. So get out there at Guns and Gear, 51 North in Gluckstadt for all of your gun purchasing needs, ammo purchasing needs, gunsmithing, and coating needs. Uh, and, of course, all your accessories you can imagine. And uh, look, right now, uh, assuming it's still available, they've got – a thousand rounds of nine millimeter magtech ammo for two ninety nine. Thousand rounds of nine millimeter ammo for two ninety nine magtech. And uh with that purchase 
as if that ain't a good enough deal, they're throwing in a free 30 cal USGI ammo can with the purchase of the thousand rounds. So uh, can't beat it. Uh, get out there, take advantage of it. Guns and gear. Shop them online. Guns in gear MS dot com. All right, on the uh, phone line here, we got John. John, tell me how. Tell me all the reasons I'm wrong. Well, no, I don't want to tell you you're wrong. I like to kind of peel the onion back a little bit okay. um, because everyone has their opinion. But I look at this from two perspectives. Number one, maybe we're talking about Barbie. Barbie. We're talking about the Barbie Bassett yeah, stuff. Okay, about Barbie Bassett. I, I think she may have wanted to be fired. Now, and I, and the reason I ask, the reason I make that assumption is because you're normally reading a teleprompter if you're doing a uh, spot for, say, Snoop Dogg's wine. Now, normally you're reading a teleprompter, and then after you read the spot, there may be a couple of seconds in there where they can ad lib a little bit. So sometimes, do you make a conscious choice? to use a lyric from one of his songs, you know, you have to ask yourself, okay, couldn't you just comment on the wine? Did you had to did you have to go to one of his parental advisory lyrics or in one of his songs? So my thing is maybe she was ready to leave anyway and that was just an easy exit and they did what she thought they would do is just fire her for another uh inappropriate comment. Uh number two you guys mentioned that they just wanted to replace her with a younger. Uh, hello, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you said you. Hello. Yeah, hey John, I'm here. I know. I said. I, I said a lot of people are theorizing that they just wanted to replace her with Carmen Poe, uh, young black yeah, girl. Okay. Yes. Now let's just say that is true. If you, if you, if that is your assumption, then she would have a civil rights complaint. She could file with EEO and get her a lawyer and say, "Hey, uh, I believe I was dismissed because of race or age." So she's got an age. If that's what she believes, it could be age or race. She could file a EEO complaint. So she has some options if if she believes that's the issue. Now, on the other hand, could the station say, well, she she violated our morals clause. You know, you, know, you can't bring discredit upon uh, the station by making comments that would offend our viewers. Now, from your perspective, what I would say is, if you guys really believe that she was dismissed inappropriately or wrongfully, why don't you guys find out who their sponsors are and start to say, well, we'll boycott your sponsors. I, I, it, deep down internally, I have a problem with with uh, doing that to to people. I do not agree with cancel culture, even though I do agree with once the uh, grounds once the once the grounds have been laid out for battle. Uh, the you know all's fair in love and war. Clay Edwards just can't get in on boycotting sponsors and calling people to do stuff like that because I understand that people disagree with what I do. A lot of times, mm-hmm. and I don't encourage them harassing our sponsors. So I can't be a hypocrite and get mad when people do it to my sponsors and turn right around and do it to somebody else. Now, you can quit watching, you can unfollow them, whatever, but I stand with the give them hell every day and let them know you're upset. That's, well, my, well, that's my line of doing it. Well, see, here's the thing even viewership impacts sponsors because if you're not doing the numbers as far as a viewer, you still, uh, sponsors may decide not to. Uh, spend money with the station because the viewership is not there. So, so in, indirectly, you're still kind of doing the same thing if you say unfollow, don't watch, because they still have ratings and they know who's watching. So, I mean, you know, I would tell you guys, if you, you say you want to stoop to the level of the, the woke culture, 
Well, you got to have protests, and it has to be meaningful, and it has to be consistent. Well, we tried that with January 6th, and you see what happened. They turned it into a dang insurrection. John, okay, now, John i, I got to take another call. Brother, I appreciate okay. it, man. Great thoughts Great. this morning. Well, I mean, I, look, John. John's very well-spoken and always gets his point across great. And I, see, kind of, well, the other caller hung up. Um, I don't mind having a conversation like that. I, you know, don't try to change my mind. I ain't trying to change yours. Just let me make my point. So, thank you, John. Um, let's uh, let's read some of y'all's texts real quick here. You guys have been blowing up the the, the guns and gear text line. Oh, uh, let's see here. Unknown texture says, "Uh, nobody watches the news for Barbie Bassett. She should have been fired, not for being an alleged racist, but for being an idiot and saying something she didn't know what it means and trying to sound cool." She effed around, and uh, she found out, like you say a lot. I mean, look, I can't make an argument too, too much against that. Uh, but I think it was just lack of, I don't think, first off, I don't think she was trying to be fired. Back to John's um, comment there. I, trust me. Again, man, I'm t- she's received so many death threats, and her life has been turned upside down over this. She wasn't trying to be fired. Um I, I, I can't believe that we're even having a conversation about this still. That that people, if anybody's watched it, and you have the context that goes with it, um, just like the grandmammy thing, context matters in that. You go back and listen to that. Context matters. She was talking about trying to bribe a security guard or, or somebody with information about who the secret guest was going to be, who the guest picker was going to be. She said, bribing one of your grandmammy's pies. That was harmless. Harmless. Just like this, she was doing a segment about Snoop Dogg's wines. Context matters, guys. It absolutely matters. Let's take a call here real quick. Hey, caller, you got about a minute. You on there? Yes, sir. Uh, I, I think we now need a law for all the records that are uh, produced to have a thesaurus attached to them so people will know what the uh, occult words they're using, the made-up words, are. Sure. Yeah, no, I I agree. Hey, look, I made a Facebook post yesterday on my Save Jackson page. I said, man, can we just get a definitive list on everything that's considered racist now? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's uh, such a fluid thing. Well, they keep moving the goalpost. That's it. That's it. How how can you know? It changes from one day to the next. Yep. Great call, That's buddy. That's all I got to say, buddy. Thank you, uh, man. Have a good one. You too. Yeah, I mean, they just keep moving the goalpost. Every day. It's something new. It's like, oh, nope, nope. That's racist. Well, come on, man. That was never racist before. I mean, I, we all know what real racism is. You know what I mean? You know it. What they say, like the definition of porn, uh, you know it when you see it. You know it when you see it. That, that, that To me, that's racism. You know when somebody's being a racist. Like 90% of Jacksonians are towards people with lighter complexion. You know it when you see it. Let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. We do have our third hour today uh, with Kelly's Green Going to be in here doing our Grow Your Know, our medical marijuana hour. 
right here on 103.9. Stay tuned for that. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Chicken Rules, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment uh, will be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Get over there. See us today at Ellis Autoplex. 2195 Highway 471 right there in Brandon. Got a huge selection of pre-owned F-150s. Got a couple Dodges, too. Got a, I think we got three F-250s right now. Those have been hard to get your hands on here lately. Uh, shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. Come out and break bread with your boy. I'll be there till 6 p.m. tonight, and I look forward to seeing you. Uh, also, we do buy cars, too, so uh, don't deal with the Craigslist crazies and marketplace maniacs. Get out there, get a good... Uh, Real check from a local bank at Ellis Autoplex and a fair market value offer on your vehicle. Ellisautoplex.com, Rankin County's hometown dealership. All right, man, look, I was going to uh, talk about the St. Paddy's Day stuff, but we'll just run out of time. So tomorrow morning, we will lead, barring any breaking news, we will lead the show with the Saint, uh, some updates on the St. Paddy's Day stuff. They did deny Jordan Cummins' bond. So he most likely will sit in jail for the rest of his life, assuming he's found guilty in a trial. So and he, they may go after the death penalty. We'll, we'll find out. That's typically associated with capital, uh, capital crime, capital punishment. Or, not capital punishment. What am I trying to say? Uh, anyway, you know, a felony um, in, in, in the act of another felony. So or in the, murder in the act of another crime. So I don't know. Anyway, he's going to die in jail. It would never see the light of day again outside of a, outside of a prison wall. So, uh, but I want to follow up on some stuff. Uh, a lot of Facebook posts been running around. A lot of people keep sending me stuff. I'm going to decipher a bunch of it and try to uh, streamline it for y'all, paint a picture of what all went down exactly. And I, I'm hearing there's some dash cam footage from a vehicle that may paint a bit of a different picture too. But uh, again, self-defense is out the window. But there is some dash cam footage out there that I might paint a bit of a different picture. We'll discuss that and uh, some details from an eyewitness that was there. But coming up next, we've got Grow Your Know with Kelly's Greens. We'll be right back here on 103.9 WYAB. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. W-Y-A-B.